I'm really glad you're here today because we're going to talk about something fun. Magic wands, ruby slippers, and birthday candles. Hey, it's Peter Harmon, the food guru here with your weekly pep talk. My goal is to help you build a better restaurant and live the life of your dreams. Today is Monday, October 17th. This is episode number 200 of Build a Better Restaurant podcast. Wow. 200 podcasts, 200 weeks in a row without a miss. Wow, that's a milestone. And I've really enjoyed the process and I've learned a lot along the way. Today's pep talk is called Magic Wands and Birthday Candles. Now, I think this is the most important message of all, and that's why I'm making it number 200. Okay. I like to ask people these two questions. Number one, who are you and why are you here? Question number two, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the crazy thing is that most people can't answer these simple questions or they're afraid of the real answer because it's usually too big for their friends and family to believe or in most cases, too small and not worthy of their life's work. So they just blurt out some random mumbo-jumbo-foo-foo answer. It's usually something like, I like to be happy or have life balance or support my family, which is a very good thing for sure. I mean, that is to me the minimum because I also want to make a mark on the world and bring a benefit to my community. Don't you? So I ask you, the listener, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do you know what you want? I mean, really, are you on a mission or a quest? Are you on a path that gets something greater than yourself? Or are you just going through the motions day after day? I believe most people go about their lives reacting to what happens to them and trying to manage the crisis of the day, shaving the yak that's right in front of them now, dealing with their current circumstances, whether it leads toward their goal or not. Because this is hardwired into our brains. It's kind of like the fight or flight mechanism. For the last 10,000 years, the goal of humans has been to survive, to just get through the day or the year or this life, to have enough food to eat and be sort of safe, and maybe create a better life for their kids. Many religions teach us that our true rewards will come in the next life. Now, in the not-too-distant past, winning or thriving was for the king or the pharaoh or the ruling elite. It was just a whimsical thought for regular people, the common people, the working class, people like you and me. Now, in human hierarchy, every tribe or group has an alpha male or alpha female, the top dog. Now, throughout history, the alpha leader was the only one who could even consider something greater than basic survival. See, and I believe the reason that America is and will continue to be the greatest country ever conceived is because America is based on we the people. We the people have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Keyword pursuit. 
And that means we have a chance and an opportunity. It's not a guarantee or an entitlement. It is an ideal, something to aspire to, to reach for. And if you want it, you got to do the work and make it happen. And the key here is the word you. Nobody's going to give it to you. And even if they did, you'd be screwed because you'll be lost. Because it, the thing that you got for free, won't have any value because you didn't fight for it or earn it through hard work and busting your ass and failing and getting knocked down and being disappointed and then getting back up and trying again and again and again until you figure it out. But, and I want you to pay attention to this statement, you can be or do anything you want to be or do. And if you're willing to do the work and fight for it, nothing of value is easy. Remember, achieving the goal is great, but it's the process of overcoming the obstacles in our path. That's the best part. Because the obstacles and the strife force us to become far greater and far stronger and far better than we ever were before. So now that you know you can do or be or have anything you want in the whole world, I want you to imagine that you have a magic wand or Aladdin's lamp or Dorothy's ruby slippers or your birthday candles actually do have superpowers. So with all that in mind, what do you want? If you could have any wish you wanted, what would you wish for? I mean, try it. Say it out loud. I'll give you 10 seconds to say it. Okay, time's up. What's your wish? Write it down. Say it aloud 10 times. Put this podcast on pause and use your phone to record the object of your desire. Just say it in the recorder of your phone. Come on. Don't be scared. Be bold. Do it. It's just me and you. You can do it. Put me on pause and do it. Okay. Now, here's what just happened. 5% of you will have a good answer and a pretty clear direction. And you'll come pretty close to getting or achieving your goal, your life's ambition, whatever it is that you say you want. And 1% of you will have an intelligent, definitive, succinct answer. And you will get your wish 100%. And not only that, but when you've achieved this goal, you'll pick and set another goal and achieve that because you understand the process of setting and achieving goals and you build momentum and you use it to your advantage. But the remaining 94% of you who just babbled out some random diddly squack, well, unfortunately, you will spend the rest of your lives in the wilderness, wandering from one thing to another, just kind of getting through the day and the week in your life. Do what other people want you to do going forward one day and backwards the next, back and forth, reacting to the circumstances of life, reacting, always reacting. 
and changing your goals and targets until it drives you to madness. Wow. Okay, that's my rant, the warm-up act. Now, let's move on to thing number one. Earl Nightingale said, People with goals succeed because they know where they're going. In 1956, Earl Nightingale recorded a message called The Strangest Secret. It sold over a million copies worldwide. And this launched the fields of motivation and audio recording. If you've never heard it before, you should Google it and listen to it today. The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale will change your life. All right, here's another quote that I love. And it's from Yogi Berra, the Hall of Fame catcher for the New York Yankees, who has many amazing quotes. They're called yogiisms. Yogi said, if you don't know where you're going, you might end up somewhere else. I love that. Or because Yogi is funny. All right, now, how about this thought? If you don't tell your people what the goal is and exactly where you want to go, they'll take you somewhere else. Or they'll take you where they want to go or to the easiest place or the cheapest place. Maybe not the best place and most often not the place you want to go. Words matter. Direction matters. Goals matter. And if you don't know where you want to go, how can your people even have half a clue? How can your people give you what you want if they don't know what it is? If you don't even know what it is. All right, let's go to thing number two. Dr. Abraham Maslow and the five levels of human needs. Now, personally, I'm a big Maslow fan. Maslow was a psychologist and a very smart dude. In 1943, he wrote about the five levels of human needs. Now, these are not wants or desires. These are needs. He said, man, and that's both men and women, mankind are all perpetually wanting animals. We always want more and better. It's how our species is wired and why we have evolved and survived all these years and why we're the king of the jungle. This is not greed. This is human nature. It's in our DNA. And if we didn't have it, we would have become extinct a long time ago. There are many stronger animals in the jungle. We just happen to be the smartest and the most cunning and the most determined to succeed. And we can't change it. It's hardwired into our lizard brain. When we achieve one level and we satisfy that need, then we set our sights on the next level up, the next need. But we need to start at level one. When we achieve and maintain level one, we start to want more. So we decide to move up to the next level and so on. And we can't skip a level, but we can lose it all and fall all the way down to level one at any time because life is a very delicate deal. Okay, let's look at the levels of human needs. First is called homeostasis. This need means that we need air to breathe, water to drink, and food to eat. We need our heart to pump blood and our lungs to breathe air. We need our body and our mind to work properly. If you can't breathe, nothing else matters. Nothing else is possible. Nothing else is important, is it? 
Okay, the second level of human needs is safety and security. We need to be safe from predators and the elements. Now, being outside during a tornado or a hurricane or at sub-zero temperatures is not a good thing. We need clothes and shelter. We also need to protect ourselves from threats and predators, from being eaten by a lion or murdered by your neighbor. It's not good. Safety and security is not a want or a desire. It's a human need. Once we accomplish this need, we're able to set our sights on the next level. And the next level up is relationships. Once we're healthy and safe, we start to need other people, someone to share life's journey with. We need a companion and a tribe to belong to. Now, once we have the first three levels covered, we move up to level four, which is the esteem level, the status level. First, we just want to be a club member. Then we want to have a vote and a little respect and maybe even be a part of the leadership team or maybe even one day be the top dog, the alpha. This is also the esteem level is the level of better we need a better job or car and house and a better oven and a refrigerator and better wine and whiskey. Some people maybe even need to trade in the old husband or wife for a younger, sexier model. Hey, it happens. Okay, so after we have achieved the esteem level and we get the status, then we reach we start looking at level five. Now, Maslow called the top level self-actualization. Today, we call this living the dream. This means we can do what we want when we want to do it. Maybe we're wealthy and we have a bottomless credit card. Today, like I said, this is called living the dream. And we see it's all over Facebook. Everybody is living the dream. And we think we need to live that dream too. But that's not our dream. That's their dream. Okay, now, this is a relatively new accomplishment in the world of human beings. 200 years ago, just 200 years ago, this level was reserved for the best of the best of the best. But the Industrial Revolution has made and changed the world. It made us all rich. And it's given us all the opportunity, especially in America, to be able to do and be whatever we want to be or do. Today, if you want to be a chef, you can be a chef. If you want to start your own business and sell pizza or sushi, no problem. Boom, here you are. You can do it. But 500 years ago, this wasn't possible for 99.9999% of humans. Getting through the day was a major accomplishment. Living to 30 was a major milestone. If your father was a coal miner, that means you were a coal miner. If he was a farmer, you're going to be a farmer. Today, that's not the case. Today in America, you can live your dream. You can have your cake and eat it too. And that's great. But it's also a problem. Because most people, 94% of people, can't decide what they want. There are too many choices and too many options. Most people have never had this freedom most people need to be told what to do and when to do it. It is a very, very rare person who can drive their own life.
Okay, let's move on to thing number three. Focus on the outcome. Conquer the obstacles. There is always, if you've tried to do anything in your life, you know this. There is always something in the way of achieving your goal. There's always a yak to shave, an obstacle. And your job, if you want to succeed, is to go through the obstacle, to overcome the obstacle. Now listen to this. This is very important. It isn't always the attainment of the goal that is most important. It is what the achievement of the goal makes us become on the way to achieve the goal that is important. The obstacle is the way. The obstacle makes us fight for what we truly need and want. The obstacle decides who will win and who will not. If being a great restaurateur requires 16 hours a day, seven days a week, only the people who really want it will survive. 99% of the people who try will fail because the obstacle is too great for them. And not just because they can't do it or because they're not skilled or smart enough, but because they don't want to work that hard. The goal is not worth the effort. This is the number one reason why most restaurants fail, why most goals are not achieved because they're too hard. It's not worth the price of admission or the effort required. Now, if you don't want to work 16 hours a day, that's okay. You can still win. But then you got to build a system and a team to do the work for you. And that's hard. And it takes effort. It's actually harder than doing the work yourself. And once again, most people won't do it. Or they keep changing their minds on what they want. And as soon as they hit an obstacle, most people run in the opposite direction. They give in and they surrender and they give up before they win. And some people, they're just told no. It's true. The people that they love and trust the most tell them it's too hard, that it's not for them. But the winners find a way to win. Losers give up and make excuses. The key ingredient is knowing what you want, being clear about your goals and setting a plan to achieve it. Yes, there will be obstacles. Obstacles make the victory more delicious. When we get something for free, it has very little value. But when we overcome the obstacles and our mental monsters for the win, that's what makes life amazing. Okay, in conclusion, let's wrap this baby up. I believe you are the only person who knows what you truly want how important your goal is to you. You've got to believe in your goal if it truly is important. And just because the people around you don't see it or don't believe in it doesn't mean it's stupid. Sometimes you got to move past the naysayers and the non-believers who hold you back. I mean, this is why 80% of people abandon their dreams because their friends and their family or the people around them, they don't want to change or go to the next level. A friend of mine used to say, we rarely make it to the top with the people we start at the bottom with. And I interpret this as, everybody has a level where they're comfortable. And when they reach that level, they make camp and stay forever. And that's okay if that's what they truly love. There's nothing that you can do to change it. It's called the comfort level. It's their comfort zone. Now, personally, I believe that life begins at the edge of our comfort zone. And leap and the net will appear.
My name is Peter Harmon. I am the food guru. My goal is to start a restaurant revolution where every restaurant owner who joins us has the knowledge and information they need to build a better restaurant and live the life of your dreams. If you have a goal or had a goal and you're stuck, maybe there's a giant obstacle in your way holding you back. If you've ever said to yourself, I'm not sure which way to go or which path to choose, you're not alone. This is the curse of the pioneer, the entrepreneur, the dreamer, the chef, and the restaurateur. You started your restaurant for a reason. Maybe that dream has lost its luster, or maybe your dream has become a nightmare or a huge headache. Maybe times have changed, and the road you're on has been washed out or turned into something you don't recognize or understand or even want to do anymore. I know the pain. I live it too. I'm a restaurant owner. See, knowing how to do something is great. It requires knowledge. But knowing what to do and why you should or shouldn't do it, well, that requires wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, I can help you get clear on what's important. I can help you see the path through the forest and find your own personal way forward. Because I have wisdom. The wisdom that comes from 40 years of restauranting. The wisdom that comes from fighting dragons and getting my ass kicked and having the guts to get back up and find a better way. I have the wisdom to understand that not all restaurants and restaurant owners are the same. The wisdom to know what works in one restaurant or one market will be a complete disaster in another. I have the wisdom to know when to change and when to stay the course. And I'm willing to share that wisdom with you. All you have to do is come to foodguru.com to get started. When the student is ready, the food guru will appear. Thanks for listening. I hope to hear from you soon.